0: This podcast episode is brought to you by Breaking Habits, my online event to help you uncover your hidden patterns that are holding you back from reaching your fullest potential. During our time together in this event, you'll explore the sneaky little patterns and habits that are playing out in your life without you even realizing it and that are holding you back. Through self-reflection and a journey through energy coaching, you'll discover more about yourself than you thought was possible and you'll also raise your awareness to the blocks that are holding you back and why they're there. This is an experience usually only offered to my group programs, but I wanted everyone to experience the magic that occurs when we tap out of our mind and into our energetic field. You'll be held, seen, and so witnessed as you're surrounded by the most incredible women, all on a similar journey to you. To uncover your unsupportive patterns and habits and start living to your fullest potential, come and join me on the 13th of May for this online event Breaking Habits. To read more and save your seat, head to jackierogash.com forward slash breaking habits or simply click the link in the show notes below. Hello and welcome to Your True Self, a podcast about real life stories of transformation, navigating life, and being able to show up in the world as your unapologetic self. Here, we'll talk about the ups, the downs, the ugly truths and the magical moments that we all experience but often feel we can't share. I'm your host, Certified Transformation Coach and Mentor, Jackie Rogash. I'm going to share with you how I was able to heal my trauma and move from barely surviving to thriving and ultimately embracing my imperfectly perfect self. Because I know the power of community, I'll also be bringing special guests along for the ride. Throughout these conversations, we'll speak about the different factors that support us during our own personal transformations, including healing, resilience, mindset, connection, and so, so much more. So strap yourself in because it's time to discover your true self. Hi, hi, hi. Welcome back to this week's episode of Your True Self. Now, this week I am sharing something very, very, very personal. Very personal. And it actually threw me, threw me for six. So let me give you some context. I have just come back from camping over the Easter break. We took our new caravan, went out the river. The weather was horrible until the day that we packed up, in which case it was beautiful, Um, but it was really fun. So I grew up camping. Every school holidays we went camping and I was fortunate enough for my dad to be a school teacher, which meant that we always had holidays with him, you know, so I never had to go into holiday care or anything else. But one week in every holiday we would go camping over the Christmas, New Year break, we would spend a couple of weeks camping. And oh, it's just, it makes me feel home. You know, when I'm out the bush and I'm on the river, I just, you know, nothing matters. So being at the bush camping, it's, yeah, it's home to me. It really is. It's my place and my space to just recharge, recharge, recharge. I will preface that with camping with an 18-month old is not quite the same as camping with no responsibilities. <laughs> it's a lot more hectic and I need to be a lot more observant all the time. But it was it was really fun. It was really fun and it was nice just to get away, get away and switch off for a couple of days. So I have been a little bit MIA. Anyway, back to the story, the reason, or what I'm sharing with you today. So while we we're away, we obviously sleeping in the caravan. Chris and I we got a um one of the Jayco Swan for anyone that's <laughs> that anyone for anyone that's a caravan enthusiast. But it's one of the ones that pops up and the beds pull out each end. So Chris and I are obviously up one end. Uh, Chris's son was up the other and Hunter was in his porta on the fold down table. Hopefully the next time we go camping, he can just sleep on the bed. Anyway, we... Well, I'm not a big drinker. I very rarely drink. I didn't drink at all um, alcohol over the weekend or over the Easter break. And Chris had a few beers here and there, but nothing, you know, nothing significant. Anyway, on the last night, Chris, my brother and my dad were... Having a few, you know, it was kind of like a last hurrah. So they were sitting around the fire having a few drinks, whatnot. I went to bed. All's well. Chris came to bed maybe an hour after me. And I do want to preface this before I say the story. It is a little bit of a trigger warning. um, And I do talk about sexual assault. So if you feel like that is going to be too uncomfortable for you, Please feel free to switch off now. I won't be offended. Um, otherwise, listen at your own discretion. I don't go into details of anything, but I do. I do mention it, and obviously, I'm talking about me being triggered. So, yeah, I just wanted to say that before I start. Anyway, so I went to I went to bed. Chris came to bed maybe an hour later, and um, I woke up sort of when he came to bed, and then I reckon it was about maybe midnight, half past 12, and I woke up and Chris, um, as I said, it was cold. It was really cold. The wind was freezing while we were away. Chris came to bed and was just spooning me. That's fine. And usually usually I laugh because usually we'll come to bed, we'll have a cuddle and I'm like, all right, get off me. I'm too hot because he is just like an oven and I get restless legs when I'm hot so I can't have him on me. Anyway, he – Fell asleep, spooning me. That's fine. I woke up and was like, oh, my God, I need some space. And normally with Chris, I just tap him or push him or say move. And he does. And his arms, he was just like a dead weight. And so I pushed his arms off and then I was like shoving him. I'm like, babe, move over, babe, move over. And to the point I had both of my hands on him and both of my legs trying to push him off me and push him over like with everything that I had and I was freaking the fuck out this like I just I went into a panic I was fully triggered and I was triggered from my experience of sexual assault so of being raped when I was 15 and other than the first time I had sex with someone after that incident, in which case, like, you know, it took me a number of times to try with my then boyfriend to be comfortable with it. Other than that, I don't actually remember ever being triggered this badly. I did see the person that did that to me a couple of times and I froze. Um, So maybe, you know, that's all within the space of you know, 12 months after it happening. But since then, I don't remember being triggered by it. I know that I suppressed it and blocked it out of my memory for a really long time. But this, yeah, this freaked me out. I felt trapped and panicky and so just, oh, I can't even tell you. I just, as much as I was fighting for him to get off me, it, I, I also froze at the same time. You know, my mind froze. Like my I feel like my breathing stopped. Like I just, I freaked out. I freaked out. And to the point I was almost yelling at him. I'm like, get off me. And then Hunter woke up, fortunately. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I think fortunately, um, which Chris heard. So then he kind of rolled over. And it, it threw me. It threw me for six. Because as I said, like nothing has ever... Triggered me that badly, and I am actually getting a little bit emotional talking about it now. Um, because I was scared, and when I say that, I wasn't scared of Chris. Right, Chris did nothing wrong. I just want to put that out there. Like he, he did absolutely nothing wrong. He came to bed. He gave me a cuddle. He fell asleep. He'd had a few extra drinks, so he was heavy, and you know he's a big bloke. So it was like I just – he was just dead to the world and I could not move him and possibly because of, you know, the angle we're on and everything else. So he didn't actually do anything wrong but that was my experience and I know that I had that experience because of what's happened to me previously. Anyway, so we got up. We dealt with Hunter. Hunter went back to sleep. We woke up in the morning and I was, I'm not sure if angry is the right word, but I was off. I was off. I think I was a little bit angry. I was annoyed. I was frustrated Um, and I was also a little bit scared and I got up when Hunter woke up, because Hunter's an early riser, which actually I don't mind because it means that I get up, usually I get up and meditate with him and then we just go on our way. <laughs> but I got up and I woke up and I'm like, I'm going to, we're going for a walk. And Chris's son was obviously there with us as well, who has ADHD. So he is really full on in the mornings and in the evenings. And, you know, it was one of those things where I just needed, I needed some quiet time. Like I needed some time to myself. I needed some space. And then to kind of wake up, Hunter was just being really chilled, which was nice. And then to have Chris's son come in and just being like all over us, like it just almost almost re-triggered me, right? Um, So I said, right, I'm getting up, I'm going for a walk. As I'm ready, and this this is another um, annoyance of mine, just as I was about to leave – Chris yells out and goes, oh, we'll come. I'm like, what? He goes, we'll come for the walk. I'm like, oh, fuck, like, hurry up, hurry up. And not that I had anywhere to be, but in my mind, that walk in that morning was what I needed to just kind of reset, right? And the reason I share this with you is because it highlighted in the space of a day a lot of habits and patterns that I have that – Some I know about and some I don't, right? So I know that if I'm just about to do something and I'm doing it by myself and then Chris decides or anyone is like, oh, no, I'll come just wait for me. Like it's a frustration of mine. On a normal day, it would be a slight frustration where I'm like, fine, hurry up, you know, and off we go. But on the days where I'm cranky or I'm moody or I just – Need some space, it pisses me off. I am quickly interrupting this episode to do a little reminder about my online event, Breaking Habits, which is happening on Saturday, the 13th of May. This event will give you the time and space to discover the subconscious patterns that are keeping you stuck in the same repetitive and unsupportive cycles and ultimately create the changes you need to live life to your fullest potential. To find out more and to join us, simply head to JackieRogash.com forward slash Breaking Habits or click the link in the show notes below. Then there is the needing me time. You know, I know for me, and this is, you know, and this is a supportive pattern, I believe, when I am frustrated, when I'm anxious, when I'm on edge, when I've been triggered, any of those things where I just don't feel like myself. I know creating space for me time, whether it's going for a walk, whether it's journaling, whether it's meditating, like doesn't matter. Just creating space for me is so, so supportive. Like it just gives me a breather just gives me a chance to kind of calm, right? I know I also, this is an unsupportive habit, get or pattern. I should say this is a pattern of behavior, not a habit. But I do have a bit of a short fuse when I don't get sort of a quieter morning, you know, where I can just sort of start easily. So when I have someone in my face, it's like, oh, like, you know, it's kind of, it irritates me, it irks me. And then there is the pattern that I had no idea about. And that is what happens when I get triggered. And I have spent so many years, so many years working through the triggers in my life. You know, yes, I have been triggered before. You know, I don't think you can live a life that I have and not be triggered but it's something that, I, yeah, I've been working through and I understand, you know, what happens, what usually causes that, what I need to come out of it. You know, I know how to deal with them. I know what my patterns and habits are so intricately that sort of shifting away from being triggered is fine. But as I said, it was just really surprising to me because usually when I'm triggered, it's about different things. Or the other things that have happened to me or other experiences that I've had, not about the sexual assault. So this was something else. And I was scared. My pattern that I realized is when I feel trapped or smothered or, you know, yeah, trapped or smothered, I want to run. I just want to run. I don't want anyone near me. And it was interesting because as that happened, it was, you know, we went for the walk and Chris is like, Oh, you're right. I'm like, no, I'm not. And I told him like, I got seriously triggered last night. Um, And he was like, why, what happened? And so I told him and I just started crying. Similar to now. Yeah, I just started crying. I'm like, this is what happened and I couldn't get you off me. And it just was awful. And I think for the first time ever, Chris didn't say anything. He just put his arms around me and gave me a hug. And that's all I needed from him. That is all I needed from him in that moment. Because him trying to fix it or tell me not to worry about it or anything like that really would have set me off. Like, we would have not come to blows, but, you know, we would have had a fight. Like, I would have got really angry. And I know that, you know, Chris isn't insensitive and he understands. He knows, you know, he knows my story. He knows what I've been through. But to have that support was really great. Really great. Anyway. Take a breath, Jackie. Take a breath. So I just, the reason that I shared this, two reasons. One, I just wanted to normalise the fact that some people do get triggered. You know, I think, uh, Maybe controversially, the word triggered can sometimes be overused or used in a context that I don't necessarily think is appropriate. Right? Like I kinda it's it can be a little bit of a buzzword for some people. Um and some people joke about it. Like, you know, something will happen and or their friend have a joke with them or something, they're like, Oh my god, you triggered me and just laugh about it. And I kind of go, oh, like that's harmful. But again, you know, I'm, yeah, I can't comment on other people's actions and experiences and everything else. But I work with so many clients who are and do become triggered to certain degrees. You know, again, it could be if that's something that's significant that's happened to them and it's the first time something's happened, then, yeah, they react badly. If it's something that is kind of a pattern that continually plays over and over and over again, then they can be triggered into act- acting and behaving really reactively, like getting quite angry, getting defensive. And then sometimes we can get triggered and it not have too much of an impact You know, sometimes it might just take your breath away for a moment. It's like, oh, okay, hang on. I'm not comfortable with this. And then moving through that. And I just want to normalize it because I know I feel like the people in my world would openly talk about that and openly understand it and have the self-awareness to understand what's going on. But then there are often people who haven't had an environment where they've been able to just be them to be themselves and they don't know you know it's like it happens but they don't actually know what's going on right they don't they know that they've reacted or to to a certain thing or and behaved a certain way or had certain feelings and emotions arise but don't quite understand it so everyone honoring that everybody is at a different stage (laughs) The second reason, so firstly, big ramble, I know. The first reason is just to highlight that people still do get triggered. You know, I've been, gosh, I started my healing journey in 2016, right? 2016, I went, I should, I probably started it earlier than that, but I got serious in 2016. Then, you know, probably two years. Two solid years of really working on me. And now it's just like the continual journey, right? It's not something that is the focus. Like I'm healed, I guess, but I am still working on me. I'm always working on me. I'm mindful of, you know, what's going on in my mind. I'm mindful of what my actions, what I'm doing, what I'm focusing on, what I'm saying, all of that. And yet, despite doing the work that I do and what my business is and everything else I still get triggered not often and not usually this significant but I do and secondly is because I wanted to highlight some of the patterns and behaviors that we have that we aren't even aware of you know yes as I said earlier there are patterns and behaviors that I have um, that I am a hundred percent aware of, and some are healthy and supportive, and some are not healthy and not so supportive. But there are also habits and patterns in my subconscious that I'm not even aware of. You know, there are habits and patterns that live out, or that um, eh, live out in my life that probably go unnoticed, and sometimes. They don't matter. Yet other times, like in this instance, it was a big, big eye-opener. And I'm not actually sure why that situation triggered me so badly, but it did. You know, was it the lead-up to... That night was it, you know, the exhaustion, like who knows, who knows, right? And this is something that I will spend some time exploring and dropping in and just, you know, sitting with because I think that's important. I think that's important for me. And I just wanted to share that because we all have both subconscious and conscious patterns and habits that play out in our life. Some will be healthy, some will be unhealthy. And what I know to be true is that so often people have these, you know, patterns or habits that are holding them back. So they want to do something, but they can't. You know, it's that never-ending game of snakes and ladders, four steps forward and then down the slide you go, down the ladder you go and you're back 10 steps, right? Right. It's like, how do I get past this? Like, what's going on? And again, sometimes you might be aware of it, but you don't actually know how to change it. Or sometimes you have no idea. It's just this constant frustration with not being able to achieve what you want, not being able to live up to your fullest potential because something is getting in your way. And that, my friends, is a beautiful segue (laughs) into my next online event, breaking habits. So on the 13th of May, it's a Saturday morning in Australia at 9am, I'm going to be running another online event. This one is all about exploring our hidden patterns that are holding us back. And what that is, I don't know. right? <laughs> you are all unique and you are all Individuals and your patterns of behavior and your habits will be different to the next. But if you are someone that notices and knows that there is something stopping you from living to your fullest potential and achieving your goals and creating the life that you dream of, that you just wish but feel like is a distant dream, then this is for you. So we're gonna spend time getting really curious about what you know about your patterns and habits. And then we're gonna drop into energy space and explore what might be underneath that you aren't aware of. And this is going to be such a beautifully eye-opening experience. And I would love to have you there with us. So if you want to know more Please head to jackierogash.com forward slash breaking habits or simply click the link in the show notes below. And I would love to have you there. I would really, really love to have you there. There will, while I do encourage you to be there with me live because you will get more out of the experience, there will also be a replay. So if you really want to explore this but aren't able to make it with us live, then come and join us for the replay. Well, that feels like feels like a loaded episode. But I hope you have enjoyed it and I hope you got something out of it. Now if if you are uncomfortable about this situation or if something has it's stirred something in you that um you're not quite sure how to process, please please reach out to me. Right. I'm aware that this is not an easy conversation to have for some and not easy not an easy conversation to hear as well. So if this is you, please reach out because I'm so here to support you in any way that I can, even if it is just chatting through, you know, what you've noticed or what you've observed or what what came up for you. Because as I said, I know that this isn't always easy to hear. But I hope wherever you're listening from, you have a beautiful day and I'll speak to you really soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of Your True Self. I would love to connect with you over on Instagram at Jackie.Rogash or through my Facebook group, Inner Transformations with Jackie Rogash. If you love this episode and don't want to miss another one, I'd be so grateful if you could hit subscribe and also leave a five-star review so more people have the opportunity to hear this podcast because you just never know who needs to hear what we'll be sharing. Take care and stay true to you.